So today we want to talk about, you know, continuing on a series, making progress in life. We're talking about our speech. The focus is on our speech. And uh, interestingly, as I was uh, as I was uh, listening to the Lord on this, I heard the word that some defile their lives with their mouths. I said, okay. He says that we use our mouth to defile our lives. And that's not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to use our mouth to bless us, to bless ourselves. So, Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15. You see, I want to start by saying, by the way, if you have prayer requests, please just type it in the chat box and we'll take care of that. Matthew chapter 15 and, and verse 11. You can turn your... Matthew 15 and verse 11. I want to start by saying that you are... Where you are today is one of is because of what you said yesterday and days past. Where you are today is what you said in time past. And where you'll be tomorrow is what you say today. Where you are today is because of what you spoke over your life. Knowingly or unknowingly. Knowingly meaning that you know exactly what you're saying. Unknowingly because you thought maybe you were just joking. And so, you use your mouth to fashion your life. You use your mouth to frame your life. And God wants us to correct that. And make sure that we use our mouth the right way, not use our mouth the wrong way. Amen. You know, even psychology, I'm not a friend of psychology, but I do know a little bit of it. Says there's like there's nothing like I meant to say. He said, "What people when people speak, they speak, you know, from within them." And so when things come out wrong, they said, "Well, I didn't, I didn't mean to say that." And so, because Jesus says in Matthew fifteen eleven, we'll go there. Matthew fifteen verse eleven. He says, "It is not what goes into the mouth of a man that makes him unclean." And defile, but what comes out of the mouth that makes a man, this makes a man unclean and, defile, and defiles him. It is not what goes into the, into the mouth of a man that makes him unclean and defiled, but what, what comes out of the mouth. This makes a man unclean and defiles him. You see, what goes in, into your mouth goes into your stomach. And that's food. <laughs> it gets into your stomach. Words don't get into your stomach. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Words get into your spirit. You pick it up in your ears. The bones of your inner ear supplied by your blood picks everything. Your spirit picks it up. And it's stirring your spirit. And then before you know it, things come out of your mouth. You say, where did that come from? Well, you stir it up sometime. So Jesus made a statement. He says, it's not what goes in, not what you eat defiles you, it's what comes out of your mouth. 
I'm letting us know how important our mouths are. How important our speeches are. So here is, let's go ahead to verse 18. Uh, from verse 16. Is it? Uh, no, from 15, from 15 to, uh, to 19. And uh, to 15 to 20. But Peter said to him, explain this proverb to us. And he said, are you also even yet dull and ignorant? without understanding and unable to put things together? Do you not see and understand that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the abdomen and so passes on into the place where discharges are deposited? But whatever comes, but whatever comes, out of, out of the mouth comes from the heart. And this is what makes a man unclean and defiles him. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, reasonings and, and dis disputings and designs, such as murder, adultery, sexual vice, vice, theft, false witnessing, slander, and irreverent speech. These are what make a man unclean and defile him. But eating with unwashed hands does not make him unclean or defiled, or defile him. So you see there, it says, what we say can either defile us, you know, including those, if you're speaking over yourself or speaking to others, can defile, you know, can defile us. But here it says, what comes out of our mouth defiles us. If we're speaking the wrong things. And so this, this, because we, God wants us to make progress in life, he wants us to open our mouths and declare what he, speak, what he says about us. Amen? Amen? We are to use our mouths to put it in another way to bless ourselves. Amen. Use your mouth to bless yourself. Don't use your mouth to curse you. To curse yourself, rather. Use your mouth to bless yourself. Amen? Amen. Because if you don't, then when the harvest comes, you won't like it. And so let's go to, to Proverbs chapter 18. Proverbs 18. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs 18, and we read them verse 20. It says, A man's uh, belly, that is his spirit, shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips, he shall be filled. He says, get ready to be satisfied, your spirit is, for your spirit to be satisfied with what you say. Now, if you, you, you understand that your spirit is the real you. Your spirit governs you, not your body. Your spirit is the real you. And so, if your spirit is defiled, then your whole life gets messed up. But God says it's time to get that right. Amen. Amen. It's time for us to put our house in order. God wants us to make progress in life. And it's up to us, you know, to agree with him. Yeah. 
In fact, the Passion Bible, I'm sure Bobby will be happy to hear this, is a sharing words of wisdom satisfying to your inner being. It encourages you to know that you have changed someone else's life. But first you change your own life to be able to change somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Now this, we might take it lightly, but this is serious. Another translation says it this way. From the fruit of your mouth, a man's, a man's stomach of spirit is filled with the harvest of his lips, he is satisfied. Mm -hmm. He said, You're satisfied. He didn't say, He didn't say, You may be satisfied. It, it, see, once you speak it, you don't have a choice. It goes into your spirit. Mm -hmm. So tonight, when we get to pray, we're going to uproot some things that we've spoken over ourselves that are not right. And because as I, as I, as I teach, the Holy Ghost will minister to you. And then we speak the things, you speak over yourself, the things you want to see God do. Amen? Hallelujah. You see, the next verse says this. It says in 21 of Proverbs 18, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it for death or life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. I normally say it this way, death and life, success and failure are in the power of the tongue. Amen? Amen. So, you want to succeed, you speak success. You want to live, you speak life. You speak words of life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, I want to put a plug here for wives. Wives, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1 says this. And I'll first speak, you know, to, 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 to our dear sister and then speak over ourselves. Every wise woman builds a house, but the foolish one tears it down with her own hands. No, you don't, it's not you taking your hand and, and hitting the blocks and, and, and tearing it down. It's with your mouth you tear down your house. It's with your mouth you tear down your house. So sisters, build your house with your home, with your mouth. Speak the life of God into your home. Amen. Because you, 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 your spirit cannot perverse that home. Use your mouth to build your home. Don't use your mouth to tear it down. Amen. Now the next, you see, all trees parallel. Equally, we can apply this to all of our lives. He says here, a wise man, a wise woman builds his own life. But a foolish man or a foolish woman tears it down with his own hands. So build your life. Use the word to build your life. Amen. 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 Use the word to do what? To build your life. Hallelujah. Don't use your, 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 your mouth to destroy yourself. Because the, the, God, when he created us, he created us in his image. And God is a speaking God. Amen. Everything he does, he speaks. Amen. Amen. Amen? So everything we do, we speak. There's nothing you do that you have not first spoken.
before you do it. There's nothing you do that you're not first spoken before you do it. Some will say, oh, no, that, and say, okay, you just do the experiment, check it out. You'll find that everything you do, you speak first. Now, words are not just, you know, careless things out there. Words are spirit. There's a spirit behind every word you speak. Either the spirit of God is going to back, back you up or the devil. And so speak what God says so that God will back you up. Amen? Amen. There's no use giving voice to what the enemy is trying to do. Because when you do, then you stop God from doing what he's supposed to do. Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. Hallelujah. Amen. Mark chapter 11. This is important. You know, when Jesus cursed the fig tree, the fig tree died from the roots. And the disciples, Peter said, Master, the fig tree which you curse has dried up from his roots. And Jesus said, have the faith of God. And somebody now said, well, you know, I don't have the faith of God. No, 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 no. Don't say that. You have the faith of God in you. Jesus Christ lives in you. Amen. Amen. If he lives in you, you have his faith. Galatians 2.20 says, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. The life I live now in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. The Son of God lives in you, so you have his faith. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. so don't make excuses for yourself now. Just line up. Amen. Amen. Be an obedient child. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Hallelujah. God. And so Jesus said, have the faith of God. And then, you know, he went on to say this in verse 23, which is where I'm going to read for our benefit. Now, this is very important because it's really the law, what I call the law of speech. He said, for truly I say to you, what, who, that whoever I should say to this mountain, be removed and be be, be, be cast into the sea and should not discuss or doubt in his heart, but believe that what he says is, it shall be to him whatever he should say. Mm -hmm. And I try to say, believe that what he says becomes, you have whatever you say. Now just think about this now, because you have to realize that in the spirit, there is no time. Mm -hmm. The spirit realm is a timeless zone. And we're talking about words that Words that are spirit. Okay, Jesus said the words that I speak to you in John 60, 63 are spirit and they are life. John 63 says the words that I speak to you, Jesus said, they are spirit and they are life. Mm -hmm. So when you speak words, you're releasing spirit. But what we're saying is release the spirit of God. Let the spirit of God hover over, over your word to perform it. As opposed to, you know, the spirit of the devil. He says, I say to you, amen, I say to you, and I'm not trying to hear. Whoever says to this mountain, remove and cast into the sea, and not, and not doubt in his heart, but trust that what he, what he says becomes, he has whatever he says. Young mm -hmm. says, whatever, what you say takes place where? In the spirit. What we say takes, you know, happens automatically in the spirit. Amen. You see, because you don't see the harvest, and you say, well, nothing happened. But the harvest is sure to come because Words are seeds that when they germinate, they will produce after their kind. Mm -hmm. 
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants us to use our mouth to bless ourselves. And if you, if you think that words are not powerful, I ask you a question. How did you get born again? How did you get born again? You, you got born again by confessing the Lordship of Jesus. And a miracle took place. God honored your word, your confession. You see, Jesus said in John chapter 8, let's go to John chapter 8. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 8, verse 26 and 28, I believe. He says in 26, I have much to speak and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true. And I say to, you know, to the world what, what I hear from him. You see there? He says that he says what he hears from the Father. Did you see that? He says he says what he hears from the Father. Now, Ephesians 5, 1 says we are to be imitators of God as dearly beloved children imitate their father. We are to be imitators of God. As dearly beloved children imitate their father. So if our, if our father, Jesus imitated the father, we ought to imitate our master the way he imitated the father. Amen. And he's given us his word to imitate him. Hallelujah. He says, I have much to say about you and to judge and, and condemn, but he who sent me is true. He who sent me is true. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. And I tell the world only the things that I've heard from him. Why don't we just speak the things we hear from him? Somebody says, well, I haven't heard from him lately. Well, you have the word of God. Everything that he says to you is in the word. Amen. So when you take the word and make it yours and speak it, make it, make it part of you, you see the glory of God. Amen. Verse 28 says this. The second part, it says this. And I do nothing of myself, of my own accord and my own authority, but I say exactly what my father has taught me. He says, I say what my father has taught me. He wants us to speak the word. Now look at verse 29. He says, And he who sent me is ever with me. My father has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him. So when we walk in obedience, we please him. When we walk in obedience, we please him. And we speak what he says about us. Well, somebody tells me, Well, you don't understand the situation that I'm in. It's terrible. Well, you see, Jesus said, You have what you say. He did not say to say what you have. He said to say what you want to see. Amen. You see, he said, if you say to the mountain, be uprooted and be cast into the sea, and do not doubt in your heart, but believe that what you say is, or what you say takes place, you have whatever you say. Amen. He didn't say to say what you have. When the enemy attacks your body, you speak healing. Amen. By your stripes, yes, I'm healed. Thank you, Lord, you are made manifest, according to 1 John 3, 8b, you are made manifest to destroy the works of the enemy. Amen. 
Therefore, Lord, I thank you. You being made manifest in my body and destroying every work of the enemy in my body. Amen. You see, you're saying what you want to have. You're not saying what you have, which does not glorify God. You're saying what you want to see glorify God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, you know, in, 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 in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, 4 18, it says, it says there that we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, because the things that are seen are what? They are temporal. But the things that are unseen are eternal. Amen. 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 So we speak the things we want to see. The things that are eternal are things that are of God and glorify God in our lives. Amen. Now the enemy says, well, you've been speaking, nothing happened. No, that's a lie. Because the word never returns void. Amen. I said the word never returns void. Because part of speaking is to get you convinced that, that, that what God said is true. You may start speaking the word or confessing the word and you don't necessarily believe that it's true. Or not, not that it's true. You don't, you don't believe that it's happening to you. But as you keep doing, you keep speaking the word and confessing over your life, eventually you get to that place where you are convinced without a doubt that this thing must happen in your life and you see it happen. Because at that point, you have taken yourself to the position where God wants you to be, where His glory must be made manifest in your life. Amen. There is no problem that you face that God has not already ordained a solution for you. Amen. Let me say that again. There is no situation you face that God has not already prepared a solution for you. Yeah, the enemy might say, well, you know, you know how this is, you know, this is not like last time that God came through for you. That's a lie. That is a lie. Because the Bible says Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he showed up yesterday, he will show up again today. Amen. If he showed up yesterday, he will show up again. Amen. You tell me, Mr. Devil, devil, hear me. You are a liar. My father has not left me alone. And in this situation, he has put me over. Amen. And guess what? All that you think you want was only temporary. Because the Bible tells me the triumphing of the wicked is but for a moment. Amen. But thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I have victory in Christ Jesus. We have victory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. The devil is a liar. He cannot win. He's only temporary. Hear me. Whatever he does is temporary. God says, are you, you have the last life because you are mine. And I give you victory in the final outcome. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You have victory in the final outcome. Amen. So even though it might not look like it, listen, lift up your head and say, Glory be to God, my Redeemer lives. 
Because he lives, I live. Because he lives, I confess tomorrow. Because he lives, life is worth living. I refuse to go down. My God paid the price for me. Thank you, Jesus. I am victorious. Thank you, Lord. I'm more than a conqueror. I cannot go down because you have lifted me up. I refuse to accept no for an answer. You heard me when I prayed and I refuse this interruption. Because when the enemy shows up, after you've made your prayer, he's trying to bring interruption. Because when you prayed, God heard you. Amen. I said, when you prayed, God heard and answered you. Amen. And so when he tries to bring interruption to get you off the course, just understand the enemy is a master of destruction. He's a master of destruction. So you want to ask yourself a question. Did God hear me when I prayed? And my Bible tells me the answer is yes. Because it says before we call, he answers. While we're here speaking, he hears us. So if my father heard me, and then I get to see something that is contrary to what he said, then I must of necessity reject that. I say I must reject that. Amen. I must reject that and call it a lie for what it is. Amen. 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 You put your faith on the line. You were speaking the word, everything, you know. I mean, God was speaking to you. All of a sudden, the enemy, it looked like the enemy won. And what does he want you to do? He wants you to lift up your hands and just throw your hands up in the air and say, you know what, it's over. But I come to announce to you, it is not over until God says it's over. Amen. And, when, and you know, when, when God says it's over, it's, we win. Amen. Because he decreed the end from the beginning. Amen. He says, my counsel shall stand. Amen. I'll do my pleasure and good purpose. Yes. Hallelujah. Osuma is not over. Osuma says it's not over because God says it's not over. Amen. God's word stands. He is bringing to pass that which he said. A devil is a liar. He has lost. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So you open your mouth to bless yourself. You open your mouth to say what God says about you. I am a success and not a failure. Amen. I am the head and not the tail. Amen. I am the Amen. prosperous and not the poor. Excuse me. I'm the healed. I'm not the sick. Amen. By his stripes, I'm healed. Yes. I'm healed, not the sick. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. By his stripes, I'm healed. I am strong in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord is the strength of my life. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I refuse to take no for an answer. Yes. God is my restorer. The Lord is my restorer. Yes, I refuse to go down. Amen. Ah, we've been made for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Amen. Lord, I want to thank you because my morning has come. Amen. I want to give you glory. My morning has come. Hallelujah, glory. Amen. Hallelujah, glory. Amen. My morning has come. Amen. The weeping is over. Yes. Yesterday is gone. Today is here. And today is for me as a child of God. I rejoice. I rise and shine. For the glory of God is risen upon me. I refuse to go down. Today is my day. The Lord, my God, is with me mighty and strong. Amen. Amen.
You open your mouth to bless yourself. You open your mouth to bless your children. Speak what you want to see in their lives. Don't speak what the devil says. God created every human being on this earth. Whatever else is contrary to what you see is the devil. Open your mouth and declare what God says about you. Open your mouth and declare what God says about your grandchildren. Because they cannot go outside the boundaries of your prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I say they cannot. Your children, your grandchildren will not go outside the boundaries of your prayers. Amen. Because you serve a God who is more than enough. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You see, you have power. And those power... That power is in your mouth. It's with your words. Amen. The Bible says of Jesus in Luke's Gospel chapter 4 verse 32. His words were with power. His words had weight and had authority. So that the people marveled. So when you open your mouth and declare God's counsel concerning you, the word of God over your life, over your situation, you release the weight, the power, and the glory of God. And guess what? The enemy, the situation must bow. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You open your mouth and call those things that are not as though they are. Amen. Romans 4.18 says this. Romans 4.17 rather. You open your mouth and call those things that are not as though they are. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is very important. That is the way God operates. Genesis chapter 1, God said, Light be when there was darkness. When there is darkness, don't say it is too dark. In other words, when there is adversity, don't give voice to that nonsense. Speak what you want to see because you're going to see God come through. Amen. God introduce himself in Genesis chapter 1 as master over adversity. Amen. By speaking over what over the, the, the darkness, what he wanted to, to see. Amen. And so you and I are creating his image. We are masters over adversity. Amen. We are masters over the devil and his demons. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You got power in your mouth. You got miracles in your mouth. Amen. Abraham, the Bible says, is a, a father of faith. He held on to what God says, the father of many nations have, have said, said, said to you, before him whom he did believe, God who is quickening the dead and is calling the things that, are, that be not as being. God calls those things that are not as being in existence already. Amen. Abraham had to call himself the father of many nations before he became one. So you have to call yourself what you want to be before you become it. Amen. Because you're not becoming something that God has not already made you to be. By you calling, you're only coming in alignment with God, agreeing with him and saying, Lord, this is it. I agree with you to become who you made me. Amen. I agree with you for this situation to line up with what you already ordained for me. Amen. Because you said your counsel concerning me stands forever. 
So everything about me, you've already spoken. And therefore, my speaking, I am now coming in alignment to allow you then to now do what you said you would do for me. Amen. 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 No matter how bleak the situation is, just speak the word. I'm not going to go to James chapter 3, but James chapter 3 says, you cannot use your mouth and bless and curse at the same time. And the Lord said to me, when you open your mouth and begin to speak negatively, it means the word is not in you. You have not stored the word in your spirit. You have a notion of the word, but the word is not in you. You cannot have the word in you, and you begin to speak, you know, like the, like the, like the, like the devil. No. That is the fact that for, to do that means you are not yielding to the word. You are not submitting to the word. The word is not taking root in you. Let the word take root in you and you open your mouth and speak. Bless yourself. Bless others. Amen. 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 Because in, 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 in Job 22 verse 28 it says this. You shall decide. I like that. I'm closing with that. I'm closing with that now. Amen. I said closing. I didn't close yet. I said I'm closing. Amen. So if I say too many verses, two more verses, don't, don't, don't argue with me. Job 22, verse 28. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And this is what I want us to act on. This is what I want us to act on. It's miracle time. It's miracle time. He says here, you shall also decide and decree a thing. So the first thing you do is you decide what you want to see. Then the next thing is you decree what you want to see. First you decide and then you decree. You open your mouth and you speak it. And it will be established for you. And the light of God's will shine upon your ways. Amen. God said, listen, I have given you the right and the privilege to decree a thing. It is up to you to decree it. I'll make it happen. It's up to you to decree it. I'll do what? I'll make it happen. You see, because God's word doesn't return void. In Isaiah 51 verse 16, he says this. He says, I have put my words in your mouth and I've covered you with the shadow of my hand that I may fix the new heavens as a tabernacle and lay the foundations of a new earth and said to Zion, you're my people. Amen. He said, I put my words in your mouth. Now I protect you with my hand. He said, go ahead and speak so that I can put the superstructure in place for my glory in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. You shall decide. You decide what miracle you want. You have a miracle in your mouth. And then you decree. And God says, I will honor it. Amen. 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 He said, first, what? Decide. Yes. Number two, decree. Okay. Now, decree is not a thesis of a prayer. All right? Uh, you know, decree is not having to write 10 sentences on one topic. 
No, you just, it's a short prayer. You speak what you want to see, just decree it. If you look at Jesus' prayers, you know, apart from when he's ministering to the Father, it's just simple decrees. I think if you hang out with Jesus, it's good company. Amen? Amen. <laughs> it's good company. So, I want you to open your, you have decided by now what you want to see. In this moment, open your mouth and decree, speak what you want to see in the name of Jesus. Amen. And God the Father will do it for us. Amen. Because Jesus said, listen, I give you the authority. Whatever you allow here on earth is what heaven allows. Amen. What you don't allow, heaven does not allow. Amen. Amen. So, what are you going to do? You're going to go to sleep with this or are you going to act on it? I think it's time to act on the word. Amen? Amen. It's time to act on the word. Yeah. Open your mouth and decree your miracle. Yeah. Open your mouth and decree a thing. Remember, there is no obstacle. I got it. There is no obstacle where God is concerned. There is no problem too hard that heaven can solve. There is no yoke too heavy that heaven can take care of it for you. The question is, are you going to do it? It's very simple. It's miracle time. You decree what you want to see. Speak. Decree things in the future. And you see it happen. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. The anointing is, 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 is in our midst. The presence of God is in our midst to make that good for us. Mm. Father, I thank you. I thank you because you watch over your word to perform it. Mama, Saka, Rabba, Sekena, Masoto. Prene, Mokondo, Rebo, Sekarabakina, Makanda. Father, I thank you for Sister Gilda. I thank you for your glory. For you heard us when we prayed this afternoon. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for that block that has been removed. Father, I ask for a new intestine, a new digestive system for her. We call it into existence right now. In the name, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for a new digestive system. No more blockage in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We praise you. Thank you, Lord. We magnify your name. Thank you, Father. I've shared it simply. As you give me, Lord, I thank you. And as we act on your word, I thank you for the miracles. We praise your name, Father, in the name of Jesus. 